Performance On Demand Podcast, number 45. In... Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Performance on Demand podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome everyone to the Performance on Demand podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard. Uh, We don't have Jeremy Brown with us tonight. He's actually uh, was unavailable and uh, I thought this would be a great time to reflect uh, without Jeremy, which is kind of funny, but this podcast has really, it's really grown quite a bit since we started. We Actually, when we started, we didn't know where we were going. We just, we knew that we had information that we wanted to give to people. We didn't really know the medium in which we were going to use. We started with blogs and then that kind of converted over into the Performance on Demand podcast. And then, you know, every week we would try to figure out something that we needed to talk about, which would be beneficial to those, you, the listener, and provide some sort of value to you that maybe you had not been presented before. Or maybe it was the same information, yet in a way that uh, resonated differently, or maybe it was the same kind of information, but something that you didn't understand about it. So what I thought I was going to do today is go through, you know, roughly probably five or six of these, maybe seven of these podcasts that we've done in the past and just reflect. As an athlete, I don't think people do this enough. I don't think people sit down, look at their historical data, look at where they where they started this journey and where they are today. I just don't think enough people do that. And oftentimes, especially if you're looking in the mirror, you know, you see yourself as today. But the reality of it is you're so much more than you were yesterday. And in really, you're really so much more than you were this morning. Um, so taking some time out of your day to sit down and look at where you were a year ago, six years ago, whatever it may be, and and look at this journey. In fact, maybe even write it down. Write down all the things that you've done. Hell, I mean, you could look at, you know, maybe you started a 5K two or three years ago, and now you're doing Ironman events or Ironman distance events. Maybe it's not an Ironman event, but maybe... You know, you started a couple of years ago with a 5K. Uh, maybe you started as a couch to 5K kind of person and you got off the couch, you, stood, you did your first 5K, fell in love with it, did a 10K or started doing sprints. Next thing you know, you're doing Olympics. Next thing you know, you're doing Ironman length triathlons. And over that journey, the development that you've, that you've experienced because it's on a day-to-day basis you don't look at on a much larger scale. So we're going to reflect and I'm going to go through, I'm just going to pick a couple of these and kind of highlight some of the things that we talked about in some of the podcast 
because if you are a new listener, and we, we continue to get an increase in numbers of listens to our podcast, but you know, if you're in at podcast, say, 44, you may not go back and look at the last 43 podcasts. And some of these are, <laughs> they're dandies. I mean, they're really, really good. So as a mental guy, I'm probably going to, uh, I'm probably going to slide a little bit more to some of the, the psychological podcast that can help you absolutely grow and develop even further than you thought you could ever grow and develop. So, you know, I think what we're going to start off with first is a POD 008, and that's proper goal settings. And in that podcast, we break down goal settings into a way that allows you to focus on what's important and then get to work. Because there's nothing worse than having that goal constantly in front of you and it becomes, um, how to say it, uh, it develops a bit of anxiety depending upon how you think about it because you have this big overwhelming goal that you have you know, six months, three months, whatever it is ahead of you and you feel like you're going to run out of time. So proper goal setting really settles down to three main topics. You have process work, performance work, and you have outcomes. Outcomes are obviously your, your actual outcome of an event. Uh, performance is bettering your best, and process work is, is doing the grind every single day. And oftentimes what people do is they focus more on the outcome instead of the process work. And when you do that, you skip bettering your best. You skip the basic parts of what you're doing uh, to where you actually perform your swimming, your biking, and your running, potentially even inefficiently. And so if you're being inefficient, that means you're burning more energy than if you were swimming, biking, and running efficiently. And if you take that same amount of energy and apply it to, to efficiency, now you're not only efficient, but you're much faster. And so uh, in that podcast, I talk about how you go about setting goals correctly, what you should do when you set those goals, depending upon uh, what goal you're setting, and then how to release yourself from having to ever worry about that goal until you achieve it. And you'll find that if you follow that formula, and it's a very simple, it's a very well-known formula, and it is not smart. It is not that SMRT. <laughs> It's not the S-M-A-R-T. It's not specific, measurable, attainable, um, and all that stuff. That's not what it is. Now, I do believe in that process, but it doesn't, and, and what we're doing here, that really is, uh, is not, it's not the focus of that. Uh, I scoot, scoot up there to podcast, P-O-D-0-1-0. This might be my favorite podcast. Uh, I love talking about focus. I think it is so critical because... If I ask you what focus is, most people will look at you uh, like you have two heads. Like, focus is mm, focus. Or some people will say, uh, as Coach Jeremy said, a focus is to concentrate. And I say, okay, fair enough. What's concentrate? And then what did he do? He, He turned all the way back around and went right back into focus. So, yeah, I guess focus is concentrate, which concentrate means focus. Well, obviously that's the case. But focus is so much larger than just to say 
focus. It, it, it's it's huge. In fact, most people don't even think they focus very well, and that's not really true. You focus all day long. What you may not be able to do is focus for a period of time on a specific thing. And a couple more little tidbits about focus. Focus is thought. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. When you think about something in your brain, you have thought. That thought, while you're thinking about it, is your focus. And your focus, while being your thought, is also your self-talk. Now, I know not everyone has heard of self-talk. I've worked with a lot of people that really didn't, I mean, they knew it, but they didn't know. And I would say, do you talk to yourself? And they'll be like, no, I don't talk to myself. And I just laugh and I say, well, that's not really true because you cannot think about something without inside your head talking to yourself. So your self-talk is your focus, is your thought. And they are the same exact thing. And so when somebody goes, you need to focus more, what they're saying is your duration of time that you think about something needs to be stretched. It needs to be longer. You don't need to go thought, 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 thought. What they want you to do is they want you to think about one specific thing and hold it for a long time. Now, they don't know that that's what they mean. That's why I'm telling you that's what they mean. Because most people tell you, what does that mean to focus? And they don't really know other than say, just to pay attention to one thing. But if you don't understand how focus works, it's not going to, you know, uh, it, it, it may be hard to fathom and people really struggle with focus. And, and the reason that focus is so important is because your thought is so important and your self-talk is so important. As an athlete, as a business person, as a salesman, as a CEO, as a, whatever, a president, an executive, a manager, I don't care what it is. Focus is so important because where your mind goes, your body will follow. Whatever that thought is in your mind, whatever it is, that's where you're going to head. If you're going to avoid something, you're going to create it. You're going to hit it. You know, if, if you're riding your bicycle and, and your focus is not hitting a tree, not hitting a tree, which is a negative statement, you're going to hit it. You want to focus on where you want to go and not where you don't want to go. You when you have negative self-talk, you're going to beat yourself up. You're going to talk to yourself worse than anybody else talks to you. In fact, if you talk to people like you talk to yourself, you have no more friends to talk to or no more people to talk to in general. No one likes you because you don't take care of yourself. So that's a really, really big one. Now, I guess as we go up here a little bit further, uh, the emotional wheel, POD 11, I won't go into that much, but that's really, really big too because I bet you if you listen to this podcast... If you go to listen to 11, you've experienced it. And it talks about how we emotionally get spun out of control because our thoughts create those feelings and our feelings create behaviors and behaviors create the response. So we, uh, we, we need to know our emotional wheel so that we can stop it. It's really, really neat. But um, to go up a little bit further, I think it's really important, and, and I've used this with a lot of athletes, and it's you are a champion. And a lot of times people, this is POD 015, 
a lot of people think that you, you, you must win to be a champion. You must be great to be a champion. But that's not really true. I know champions all day long that aren't great at anything. But they give it everything they have. Because that's all you have to give is everything that you have. You cannot be a champion by leaving 15% in your bucket. You cannot be a champion by only providing 85% of your effort. Champions give everything that they have. And if you have a mindset that is, I am a champion, and you believe it, you will create it. Because being a champion is about you. It's not about your result. It's about you. It's about what you're willing to do. It's about where you're willing to go. And the brain is so, the brain's lazy. And I know, you may even had it today. You may have sat in your chair at work. You may have sat on the couch at home. You may have been driving in the truck and not want to do a damn thing. And in fact, most of the time, we don't want to do anything. That is our brain saying, just survive. Nothing else. Just survive. Just nothing else. And that's why it's so easy for people to do nothing. But if you want more out of life, as they say, if you want more out of life, then you got to do things you've never done before to get things you've never had. So you are a champion. There is no doubt in my mind. You just have to act like it. And how you act like it. Is easy. Give it everything you have. Have positive self-talk. And you'll find that you'll reach whole new levels that you never ever thought were possible. As we move up, uh, POD021 is a really good one too. And that's called the 100% rule. That's something that we, we talked about. Um, well, we talk about probably in a lot of the podcast. And that is, no matter what your day is, give it everything you have. Be the champion, as I said earlier. Be the champion. A hundred percent. Give one hundred percent of your effort every day. Every day. Now, you're probably thinking, well, hell, no one's perfect. And that's right. But that doesn't mean you can't give everything that you've got. Didn't sleep well last night? I'm sure you're tired today. Hell, I'm tired today. But don't think I'm not sitting here giving this everything that I have. Now, I may not give the 100% that I gave yesterday, but I've given everything that I've got today. Because if I leave something on the table and I do this over and over and over as it compounds, over a period of time, there becomes a huge gap between what I could have been and what I am. And that's because I'm not giving it 100%. I'm not giving it everything that I have. And if you don't know why you're not giving it 100%, if you're asking yourself, I don't really want to do 100% today. I don't want to give it everything I've got. And then I'm going to ask you is, why are you doing what you're doing? 
Because I think that is so important too. Why are you doing what it is that you want to accomplish or what it is that you say you're going to accomplish? I mean, if you have a desire to run a 5K, if you really want it, giving it 100% is nothing. If you don't want it, but yet you set the goal to do a 5K because someone else told you to do it, you're going to struggle. So anytime you're not willing to give 100%, go back to your why. Go back to the, your purpose for doing whatever it is to get to the goal. Go ask yourself. Sit down in a chair, get real quiet, and have a real good conversation with yourself and say, hey, why am I doing this? And if you don't have a reason, you're probably not going to want to do it. Because if you do, and I'll tell you this too, as a director... When I tell my staff what to do and I don't tell them why, man, you may as well. I mean, it ain't going to happen. This is not going to happen. But if I say, this is what we need to do and this is why we're doing it, they don't even have to agree with me. Even if they don't agree with me, they can still get it done. And they will. And they'll say, I don't agree with that, but at least I know why we're doing it. So let's just get it done. Done. You move on. So make sure you're giving a hundred percent rule, even on a weekday, even on a, even when you're supposed to do nothing. And let me tell you what, as an athlete that's preparing for an event, I did say earlier that the brain doesn't want to do anything, but the only caveat is an athlete who is preparing for an event and doesn't want to stop because they're afraid they're going to lose something. And that's not even close to the real reality. The 100% rule says when it is a rest day, it's a rest day. Don't play. Jeremy will tell you that the average lifespan in the sport is like four to five years. You know why? Because people don't like to rest. So what happens when you don't rest? What happens? You get hurt, tear a muscle, you get weak. And as one of our podcasts we'll talk about here in a minute, with Joe Friel, he made a very valid point. And he says, the exercise gives you the opportunity to, to grow and develop. But when you're doing the exercise, you're not growing and developing then. In fact, you're actually doing the opposite. You're destroying your muscles while you are, while you are working out. That's why rest is so important. Rest is is important so that you can actualize the gains of opportunity from training. So you train so that you can have an opportunity to grow. You rest to actualize that opportunity. So I'm telling you, 100% every day. If it's a rest day, 100% of it. If it's a light day, 100% light day. If it's a fast day, 100% the fast day. And I tell you, I tell you, if you follow the rule and you do as you're told, the sky's the limit for you. The moment that you freak out because it doesn't make sense to you, again, we go back to the why. Why, why, I I don't understand why I need to take, why why do I need to rest? Or why do I need to taper? And we talk about taper over on uh, POD 016, 016, um, you know, people forget about the taper because right before you get to an event, you got to slow down. You got to recoup. You got to recover. Recovery is so much more important 
than the fitness in which you did. Unless you recover all day, every day, forever, <laughs> then you're not working out at all, which means you have nothing to recover and no, that's not going to work out either. So it, it's so important to, for the actualization of your hard work. That's where you get the fruits of your labor and your rest, not, not in the hard work. That's part of it, but the actualization comes from rest. And then as POD 025, we talk about what is your why? You must have a why. I just, if you, if you want to give it everything you have, know why you're doing it. And it better mean something to you. Is the greatest feeling in the world to know why you're doing something. And I talk about this a lot. And I was actually talking about it the other day. It is amazing when you have a why for something that has so much, that has value to you. You would, and this is talked about in the book, Daniel Pink's Drive book. People are willing to do things when they give to others for nothing. Because their why is helping other people. They would rather to help someone else, they would do it for free. But over here, to not help someone else, they have to do it for money. So, you know, sometimes I struggle to get up at work in the morning. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm human. I'm normal. I, I, I'm a mental coach, but I got, you know, we all have, we all have our points of, <laughs> of problems. Uh, and sometimes I struggle to get up in the morning. I don't want to go to work. I just don't want to go to work today. But if somebody called me at like 6 o'clock in the morning and said, Hey, um, we're going to help these people move out uh, this house. About, their house is about to get flooded. And I need, I need help getting – I'm just going to move them. I don't, I'm not sure who they are. Some friends of mine are going to do it. You, would you help me? Man, I would be out of my bed and in the shower, the three S's, shit, shower, shave, 15 minutes in my car helping. Because I have a why for it. And my why for working is, I have one for that too. I was, I've been doing it for 13 years. I love it. And it's a great thing. But, um, you know, when you help other people and you have a direct impact on someone, it makes a big difference. So know why you're doing what you're doing. I kind of got off, uh, off on a tangent there, but just know what you're doing. Uh, 027, podcast 027, racing with amnesia. And I don't mean with a bag of reset in your pocket. That's not what I mean at all. But it probably isn't a bad idea. What does it mean to race with amnesia? The point we try to make is very simple. If something happened three minutes ago, it doesn't matter anymore. It's behind you. It's gone. It can't affect you any longer, although you can continue to think about it, and it will affect you by, because of your thought. But the situation itself, nope, ain't going to matter done. Don't even worry about it. So race with amnesia. And I talk all, we, we talk in depth about that. Zero two nine, the double mindset. I, I, you know, it's really funny because I said I was only going to do like four or five and I kind of ran through a bunch of these that I, that I think are, are really big and really important. Um, the double C mindset is huge. And that is something that you do upfront. Are you going to compete or are you going to complete? And that is something that you must talk about with your coach immediately. Because most coaches think that you're going to want to do things just like them. Just like you probably think most people want to do things just like you. 
But the reality is people have different perspectives and they don't see the world as we do. They see the world as they are. Who am I to tell them or press upon them how I feel about this planet? That's not my role. That's not my place. So if you don't tell your coach that you uh, are a completer, which means I just want to get past the, I just want to get over the finish line before it closes down versus a competer, which is age group, or maybe you're, maybe you're a pro. But you cannot compete, let, I mean, generally speaking, you can't compete with a completing mindset because your completing mindset is just going to be average level training. It's not going to be training you extremely hard as if you were trying to compete for a position. That's a different mindset. And oftentimes people put effort in as if they're going to complete, but then they expect that they're going to compete. And then when they don't compete, they're mad or they're upset or they think they're a failure or they think they suck or they want to quit. That's the importance of the double C mindset. Know what it is before you get started. If you're started already, sit down, talk to yourself, figure out what you're going to do. Talk to your coach. Let them know. Make sure they are on board. And it is possible, too, that they don't agree. Some coaches may not like the completing mindset, and that's okay. That just means that you need to find a coach that will accept a completing mindset. Now, most of them will, uh, you know, or maybe uh, they have heartburn about giving you the completing perspective or the competing version when they think that you need to complete. And that's what I call coaching, coach hijacking. You can't coach hijack. Uh, Our job as a coach, even as a mental coach or as an endurance coach or whatever coach, swim coach, bike coach, whatever. Our job is to meet our athletes or clients where they are. I can't meet them where I'm at because that's not where they're at. They're where they are. And I have to serve them, my customer, with what they want, not what I want. As much as, you know, sometimes I'd like to say what I want. That's not in the cards because that's not what I'm supposed to do. I know my role. And um, your role as an athlete is to know the double C. It is a phenomenal thing once you, once you accept it. it it's, it's really good. It, it, will, it, it will make the difference. It really will. Uh, I won't talk about POD 030 other than the belief structure. And it's really important to understand how your beliefs affect your performance. If you think you're not good, well, as, you, as they say, uh, whether you can or you can't, you're always right. And there is no doubt about that. Read or listen to POD 30 on that one. We go in detail with that one. Uh, getting in the zone, 033, that's a really neat podcast too. I talk about how you get there. It's not as hard as you think, but it does take a little bit of effort on the front part. Uh, getting in the zone has to do with um, several things, one being your arousal state. You know, you, you have to be aroused to the right level, and it's not like I can go, oh, I'm, I'm level six and I got to be a level four, so I got to de-arouse myself. That's not what it's about at all, really. Uh, majority of being in the zone is about automation. It's about being able to do what you do to a level that you know what it's doing and you just do it. When you slow down, or I'm sorry, when you have to think about what you're doing, like if, for example, when you're learning something new, maybe you're learning a new gate. Maybe your gate's really bad. And so your, your coach has pulled you back, slowed you down, said, okay, 
we're going to focus on the process work of running correctly. When you're learning a new task, you're slower because you're focused on every moving function of that. It doesn't matter if you're learning how to type, um, learning how to write. It's slower because you have to consciously think about what you're doing. But you get to a point at, at some point in your future when you continue to do it that that no longer happens. It's no longer a problem. You just do it. And that kind of gets you towards the zone. And I'll, I'll leave the rest for that. It's a really good podcast. Uh, 037 is dealing with fear. And, uh, fear is important. We don't, we don't realize how important it is to us. Our amygdala is always processing everything around us. And sometimes it processes our thoughts. And we make things up. And we think something's going to get bad. And we think we're going to die. How you handle fear makes a big impact on your results. And then we did a couple podcasts on getting to know Jeremy and myself. They, they actually weren't, I, I was surprised. I didn't think they would pop up like they did, but, but they did. Uh, they, uh, we've had more people listen to them than I, than I was. I was really surprised. I mean, we don't talk about ourselves a lot, but we thought, uh, we'd had we'd had some requests to say, hey, we want to know about, a little bit more about you. Let's get to know you. And we we tend to focus more on you guys, what we can offer you than than anything. Um, you know, the last couple there, uh, we talked to, and, and we've done so. We've we've we talked to some pros. We've had actually some really good pros. I had some really fun conversations. Uh, we had co- we had a pro pro triathlete Robbie Wade on on five on podcast five. I, I can't remember specifically. God, Robbie, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I think, I think he was running like a. Did he run a one ten half marathon? I think. I think. I think he flies. Maybe a one fifteen. I don't remember. He flies. Phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. Um, then we talked to another pro. We talked to. Um, when was that? That was over Louisville. We talked to a pro triathlete, uh, Mike, over there. That was a really, that was a fun podcast, uh, Hermanson. And uh, that was back, yeah, podcast 20. Then sped up a little bit. We talked to some of our own athletes. We talked to uh, athlete Crystal. Uh, she, she talked about being a mother and being a triathlete. We talked to Coach Derek Dozell on 14. We talked to um, pro triathlete Patty Vo on 36. That was another good one. And then we also talked to pro triathlete um, uh, Jessica. She was, um, I'm trying to think. I think she was on, yeah, Jessica Myers was on podcast four. That was a really good one. Uh, the, the Mr. Mark Miller, we talked to him back on 24, podcast 24, about all kinds of things, about being in the sport. I mean, this man has run more marathons than most other people on the planet, and he's done it completely injury-free, but you're going to have to listen to him for him to tell you how he did it. Uh, we even spoke with uh, one of our athletes, Nicole Nucio, who is actually a mind-right coach, phenomenal young woman, phenomenal. Uh, she's on, I think, yeah, she's over there on podcast 17, 
And then obviously we talked about uh, on, on 44, which is our latest one, we talked to the Joe Friel, who is a, a multi-book writer. He, he wrote the the uh, the Bible of sorts. Everybody seems to refer back to that. I don't. I think he said. I don't remember how old that book was, but I think he's had a couple or at least one revision to that, uh, and it's still talked about today. And then he he wrote a book fast after fifty, and he also is one of the co-founders, uh, or he he said founders, one of the founders of Training Peaks. Which, if you're listening to this, I'm almost positive you know what Training Peaks is. But anyway, uh, that that's going to wrap it up. You know, I, I just want to go through some of these. I wanted to reflect on where we've been. And man, I cannot tell you how far we've come with this. And I never would have thought that we, we started back in August, late August. I never would have thought we would have had 44 podcasts. It just, it blows my mind. And the only reason we have them is because we get people to listen to them. We don't. We don't even, we don't listen to our, we don't do this to listen to ourselves. We do this to provide you with just a plethora of information. And, um, you know, we're, I even saw someone had posted something on uh, Slow Twitch about listen to a performance on demand. Uh, so anyway, uh, from the bottom of my heart, you know, we do this for a purpose. Well, we really do. There is a true purpose behind this. And this is to provide you with information that, we use in coaching. I mean, this is stuff that we put into situations that that have cost other people money to learn and we're giving it away completely free. There's nothing, there's no requirements to uh, go to Mondrite Multisport for your endurance coaching with Jeremy Brown or any of his other athletes or other coaches. There's no requirement for you to reach out to udiscover.com, u-discover.com to get mental coaching for me. You're not required to, but we're going to give you tons of information anyway. And if you so happen to want to choose to work with us, by all means, let's get this show on the road. But nonetheless, you know, once or twice a week, come back in here and listen to what we have to say. If you have something you want to add, if you want to get on the show, if you want to complain and say, you're all stupid, quit, turn your, don't do this podcast anymore. I don't care. I want to hear everything. So send us an email, performanceondemandpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will, we will uh, entertain <laughs> whatever comment you have. If you have a question for the show, let us know. We'll put that out there. If you want to come on the show and uh, do a hell, we'll do a mental coaching class or a mental coaching session on the show completely free. For everybody else to listen to, you just have to be willing to, to do that. Uh, but if you want to come on and ask Jeremy and I questions, put us on the hot seat. We love it. We actually did a podcast not that long ago. It was actually a live hangout with the Pathetic Group uh, over at uh, on Facebook. And we love doing that too. So if you have a tri group and you want us to come on and just talk about mental coaching and endurance coaching on our perspective, by all means. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a coach or not. That we're not our jobs are not to make it uh, to where we get rid of them. Our job is to provide you with a plethora of knowledge for you to use at your disposal. You do use it however you want to. Anyway, wrap it all up. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And get hold of us. Performance on demand podcast at gmail.com. Reach Jeremy Brown over there at 
moderatemultisport.com. You can also find him on Facebook and you can find me, u-discover.com and on Facebook as well. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great night and uh, we will talk to you soon.